Think of a tiger. What do you see? The first thing that comes to mind, stripes, right? Okay, now picture this. You are in Myanmar, somewhere near the Thai border. You're standing in the middle of a clearing surrounded by dense tropical forest. Trees and mountains stretch thousands of miles in every direction. It's early evening and there's sunlight falling through the tree canopy casting long shadows on tangled branches and fallen leaves. It's a jigsaw of light and dark. Now look closely. Can you make out the shape of a tiger? Probably not. And if you can, well, good work. Because invisibility is a tiger's superpower. Now, this is somewhat of an issue when it comes to conservation. Because to protect an endangered species, you really need to know where it is. And you need evidence. A paw print just doesn't stand up in court anymore. These days, you need photos. So how do you photograph an animal that you can't see? A beginner's guide to counting tigers. Step one, get the right tech. So you're going to need a camera trap. I think the digital cameras made it a lot more practical. Because film cameras, you know, there's only 36 exposures and uh, it runs out in a few days, if not weeks. That's Pang So. He's a conservation biologist for WWF. So the tech is better now than in the good old days. Back then, it only took one curious monkey. And bang. That's your 36 exposures, gone. Now, the modern camera trap is digital, and it can be left in the forest for weeks or even months on end, taking thousands and thousands of photos of life on the forest floor. With mostly weatherproof casing, camera traps are about the size of a toaster, and anything that moves in front of them, snap. Motion detectors capture an image and store it on the memory card. Relatively simple technology, but revolutionary in the field of conservation. Step two, pick your potential tiger land. Myanmar has got loads of it. 46,000 square kilometers of potential tiger habitat. So for this part, you're going to need a friendly conservationist. They're pretty good at finding tigers. Uh, so my name is Mark Grindley. I'm currently the program manager for our FFI's Tanyan Tari program. So people like Mark analyse satellite images looking for tiger-friendly terrain. Water sources, bamboo brake, grasslands, that sort of thing. And then they speak to communities to find out if anybody's seen anything. Anecdotal evidence is, well, a lot of people regard it as not being evidence. But, um, but if you get a number of reports that corroborate each other, then that's normally a good indication. Step three, get a map. And mark out where you want to drop your camera traps. So on the map, you put points that are evenly spaced from one another and just send the field team out to put cameras at those points with a GPS in their hand. Step four, go there. This bit sounds easier than it is. 
Just to set the scene, Myanmar is the second biggest country in Southeast Asia. Bits of it are still entirely unexplored, and in some areas, there are no roads, no paths. It's proper wild country, so it could take days. And this is where the field team come in. They might need a plane, a 4x4, maybe a motorbike, even a boat. But they'll definitely need to walk. Sometimes for days on end. The most challenging thing is to make the distance from one point to the other. Because if you're on a flat grassland, then you can drop a camera every other hour or so. But here we're talking about just one camera a day. Step five, think like a tiger. If you make it to your first GPS location after scrambling over mountains and battling with post-monsoon floods, it's time to look for tiger evidence. So you're looking for pug marks. Also known as paw prints. Tiger scat. Yep, that's poo. Uh, scratches on trees and scent marks. You'll have to use your nose for that one. So anything that indicates a tiger might have passed through that bit of forest. Step six, set the cameras. Now you'll want to secure your camera trap to a tree and you probably want to do it at around tiger head height, which by the way is quite high up because tigers are the biggest of all the big cats. So check the sensor is working do a little dance around in front of the sensor, and if you hear, then your camera trap is ready to go. Now you can find somewhere to sleep. It's been a long day. Like, I've slept on the ground, and I really think it's no problem. Some of us who are more scared of leeches coming into your ears or that sort of thing, uh, then we'd prefer, you know, setting a hammock up, like, on trees and stuff. You've set one camera, but there are still seven more to go and a lot of forest to trek through. Step seven, the long wait. With your cameras all set, it's time to head home and put the kettle on. And you are in for a long wait, probably three months or so. Now this is where the cameras really come into their own. After the field team have collected all the memory cards, it's time to upload the data and look through the photos. Asian elephants, pangolins, moon bears, leopards, and thousands of monkey selfies later, there it is. The image that everybody has been hoping for. A tigress, the queen of the jungle. She's standing center frame and she's looking directly into the camera. 
Those moments where the camera trap comes back from the field and put the card in your computer and you stick through thousands of pictures of leaves that have been blowing in the wind and then finally you see an image of a rare or charismatic species is, uh, is pretty special. Camera traps across Myanmar have given us evidence of at least 22 tigers living here. And we've only been able to survey about 10% of the potential tiger habitat. So really that number could be much higher. These photos will help conservationists to design strategies to protect the tigers like the female in this photo. One day, she may be given an identity number and identified using the stripe pattern on her coat. It's unique to her, just like a fingerprint. And one day, she may even have cubs. But that's only if we can protect her from the dangerous world that she lives in. On pretty much all of the survey areas that we did, and you know, we caught poachers pretty much everywhere. Yep, poachers. Because camera traps don't just photograph wildlife. Tune in to the next episode to find out more about one of the biggest threats facing Myanmar's hidden tigers. <laughs>